I'm a ranger in Yosemite National Park, and I believe I've witnessed something that people refer to as a real-life alien spaceship. I even had the audacity to touch it with my bare hands. It was a few years back when I was still quite new to the job, on May 7, 2003, to be exact. I was assigned to patrol an area due to reports of strange sounds being heard every night past midnight. There were also rumors of dazzling light shows resembling full laser displays. Some speculated that teenagers were having parties in the woods as the reason behind these noises, but deep down, I knew that explanation didn't make any sense. A couple of rangers had already been investigating the case, but with little progress. That's when I was added to the team. At 23 years old, full of enthusiasm to solve the mystery, I delved into every aspect of the investigation. I meticulously gathered testimonies from witnesses, surveyed the entire area, and tracked possible suspects. I even started camping in the suspected sites. Night after night, I immersed myself in the darkness of the woods, becoming intimately familiar with the creatures that emerged when the sun set. I witnessed unexplainable phenomena and unexplained disappearance of a human right before my eyes, insects glowing with a mesmerizing flicker of light. I documented everything, but unfortunately, in 2003, phone cameras were not as accessible as they are now. So, I had no clear evidence of these extraordinary occurrences. It was during the last night at the final location on the list when everything changed. As the clock neared five, I was setting up camp when suddenly, all my gadgets emitted strange static noises. Initially, I considered the possibility of equipment failure and thought about heading back. But something felt off. The day before, everything was functioning perfectly fine. Nonetheless, after a few minutes, the strange static ceased and everything returned to normal. With little hope of finding answers, I shared my discoveries with my fellow rangers. Some believed me, while others laughed it off. To those who believed, they mentioned having witnessed similar phenomena, but failing to find any trace of it upon returning to investigate. It seemed to appear and vanish in the right place at the right time, defying rational explanation. With a glimmer of hope, I returned to the exact spot where the specter had presented itself. I moved around the area, searching every nook and cranny, but to no avail. It was truly gone. As I sat down to have my dinner, the full moon cast its radiant glow, illuminating the surroundings. Lost in my thoughts, I caught a sudden flash of light in my peripheral vision. It was momentary, but it showed me the way. Intrigued, I followed the direction of the light, and soon enough, my walkie-talkie began emitting an intense, unsettling static noise. Fearing it might alert whatever entity was responsible, I swiftly turned it off. With a mix of excitement and trepidation, I scoured the area until, finally, at around 10 p.m. I stumbled upon an awe-inspiring sight. Before me floated a colossal structure resembling an egg with rings like Saturn, slowly ascending into the night sky. Its metallic surface emitted an otherworldly glow, reflecting the moon's light. I hid behind a nearby tree, my heart pounding in my chest. This was it. This was the revelation of an unseen side of our world, and I was an astonished witness to it. Crouching down, I observed the object with bated breath. It hovered, surrounded by its rotating rings, an enigmatic spectacle. It was pitch black, 
and its presence emanated a deep engine-like rumble. I marveled at its presence, captivated by the sheer magnitude of the moment. Suddenly, the stillness shattered as the outer shell of the object began to crack. The rings on its surface emitted a neon blue light, reminiscent of an ethereal glow. It was a sight beyond comprehension, defying any earthly explanation. My eyes remained fixated on the spectacle as four metallic pipes extended from the craft, acting as sturdy supports. It stood there, frozen in place, and I dared not make a sound. Time seemed to blur as I crouched there, overwhelmed by a mixture of awe and fear. Hours passed, but nothing else transpired. The cracks on the surface of the object closed, returning it to its original form. An eerie stillness settled over the surroundings as the craft slowly began to rise, its presence dominating the night sky. Driven by curiosity and a thirst for answers, I mustered the courage to approach the vessel cautiously. Every movement was deliberate as I crawled on all fours, avoiding any unnecessary noise. With each painstaking inch, I drew closer to the enigmatic craft, anticipation surging through my veins. Finally, I reached out, extending my hand to touch the metallic surface. The sensation was surreal, a smooth, cool texture beneath my fingertips. It was a moment of connection, a tangible encounter with the unknown. However, as I prepared to caress the craft, a high-pitched noise pierced the air, reverberating through my eardrums. The intensity was overwhelming, causing me to clutch my ears in agony. The next thing I knew, I awakened in a hospital bed, disoriented and bewildered. I had been found unconscious by a fellow ranger and rushed to the hospital when I failed to regain consciousness. The details surrounding my sudden collapse remained a mystery, but I knew deep down that my encounter with the otherworldly craft had played a part. Since that fateful day, I've become even more determined to uncover concrete evidence of their existence. The encounter, the warning signal of the high-pitched noise, and the subsequent disappearance of the craft all reinforced my belief that these beings walked among us, observing from the shadows. They were aware of our presence, and perhaps, they had become more cautious, making their activities less frequent and conspicuous. Armed with my conviction, I continue my search for proof, hoping to share my extraordinary experiences with those willing to listen. The encounter with the alien ship had forever altered my perception of the world, reminding me that there is still so much left to uncover. As a ranger in Yosemite National Park, I stand as a guardian of the uncharted, forever vigilant, and forever seeking answers to the mysteries that lie within the vastness of the unknown. On March 22, 2013, I, Officer Mike Milner, was checking out a report of missing livestock in the area around Luca Chukai, Arizona. I joined Navajo officers in this search and investigation, hoping to find some clues as to where the animals had been taken. We couldn't find any dead animals initially, but Officer Larry Wanuka soon discovered heavy footprints that belonged to a single set of tracks. These tracks led us towards a valley nestled between two close-together cliffs, and there we found the gruesome scene where the animals had been killed and taken their throats ripped open and tongues removed. I decided to climb up into one of the cliff areas, armed with my rifle, keeping watch for any signs of more of these creatures. What happened next was truly astonishing. 
I later shared the experience exclusively with cryptozoologists, recalling how, while I was at my post, I heard the sound of something large approaching. I couldn't see anything, but I kept hearing it get closer and closer, I recounted. I turned on my light and saw a towering, dark figure about 15 to 20 feet away. It was huge, yet its features were indistinct, no eyes, no mouth, just plain skin covering its body. It was completely naked, devoid of any identifiable gender characteristics. Before I could react, the being swiftly darted away. It was just a crazy moment. I've been working in this area for about 10 years now, and I've never heard of or seen anything like that," I added. While I mentioned the notion of skinwalkers, I must admit that I don't believe it was one. However, my knowledge of Navajo mythology and folklore is limited. Nevertheless, my department chief seems to have an idea about the identity of the creature we encountered, referring to a specific shaman. Initially, we laughed it off, I concluded. But after witnessing what this entity did to our animals, there's no doubt in my mind that it exists. It's worth noting that skinwalkers have long been a topic of speculation. While many Navajo people believe in them, state and law enforcement officials often remain skeptical. Back in 2009, a viral video supposedly showing an upright walking figure stirred intrigue. It marked the first time an officer had such a close encounter with one of these creatures. In 2011, the FBI released documents about skinwalkers, but they were largely dismissed and never gained traction in the mainstream media. These leaked documents are now nearly impossible to find. When contacted, the Navajo Nation Police Department, or NNPD, offered no comment on the story. They seem to be extremely cautious about what they choose to publicize and respond to, likely aiming to downplay any rumors or accusations. I walked into a pot-growing operation outside Santa Cruz, California. Took a minute to figure out why there was black tubing running everywhere. Got the F out of there in a hurry. Also, had a close encounter with a bear in Colorado. I was visiting and not used to the elevation. If I had had to run, I would have been the easiest meal that bear ever had. I also stumbled into an abandoned homeless camp in a pretty suburban part of Virginia except that is wasn't abandoned after all. Saw seven or eight guys standing back in the woods staring at me. Backed up the way I came in. None of them ever moved. No one said a word. Weird thing is that they were all dressed exactly alike. Brown jackets, green pants. Now for the final story. There's one encounter that really stands out though. I was day hiking the ridges above Raton, New Mexico. I'd been out quite a while when I came across a well-picked-over deer carcass. There weren't any fresh tracks around it, but that's a real clear indication that I'm on some large predator's home turf. Time to go. As I'm climbing down off the ridge not the way I came up, I see a flat area with an odd round stone formation. Think Stonehenge, but the rocks aren't squared off. Each of rocks are all taller than I am, and formed a darn near-perfect circle. I'm a little creeped out, but I step in for a closer look. The second I crossed through the rocks it was like an electric shock. Immediate goosebumps, the hair on my neck is standing up, and every nerve in my body is screaming at me to be somewhere else right now. 
I scrambled down the rest of that ridge way out of control. I was lucky not to hurt myself cause at some points I was just jumping without looking where I was going to put my feet. I did not look back once. Twenty years on, I still cannot explain my reaction. I'm not given to extreme flights of fancy. I'm not afraid of things that go bump in the night. I'm not a religious person and I don't believe in evil with a capital E. But I did that day. Something horrific happened there once. And it will happen again. This occurred around 1999-2000. My best friend and I were avid outdoor adventurers and amateur pot growers. We would frequently find secluded places in the woods that allowed for ample light and shade for plants to grow, and that would not allow them to be easily found. One particular day we went to an annex of trails located near a NJ State Park trail system. The trails weren't in the park, but I had hiked them before and knew they weren't that frequented. We had gone out that day with our seeds partially sprouted in moist paper towels. We parked the car at the trailhead and started hiking in. We covered a mile or so and then ventured off the trail and into the woods. We found a clearing, planted the seeds, and tied a few barely visible ribbons off to mark the way to the plant spot to check them in the future. My friend and I got back on the trail and started walking back to, to the car when my friend noticed a man in the other direction just staring at us. He was probably in his 30s or 40s bald head. Normal clothes. We didn't think anything of it for the most part, but we definitely kept looking back as anyone would when someone is behind them in the woods. We saw that he was walking 60 plus or so feet behind us. It seemed weird, but it was probably more so due to us having anxiety that we planted seeds. We picked up the pace but the man also seemed to pick up the pace as we weren't gaining any distance. At one point we decided to just get off the trail and let him pass. We turned off the trail and walked into a thicket of sticker bushes, which I remember vividly getting shredded on. We got deeper into the woods and heard cursing. When we turned around the man was coming through where we entered. It was at that moment we actually became scared. Mind you were two young strong 19 year olds, but a man following you into the woods is damn creepy. We made kind of a U maneuver to outflank him and came out of the woods a bit further down trail. Once on the trail we ran. As we were running, there was a fork in the trail and my friend went right and I left. I realized my mistake as my buddy was going down the correct path and I wasn't, so I turned around and started running back towards the fork to follow my friend. As I was running towards the direction we came from to get to the fork, I could see the man running towards me down the trail. He was a distance away, but not far enough in my eyes. Survival mode kicked in and I ran as hard as I could. I caught up to my friend who was waking at that point. I screamed he's after us and we both booked it to all the way to the car. We got in the car shaking and out of breath. We backed up and started to get out of the parking lot when the man appeared at the trailhead. He stopped there and just stared at us as we drove away. I always wonder what that was all about. Did he want to kill a couple of 19-year-olds? Was he also doing something illegal in those woods and wanted us gone? My buddy and I still laugh and talk about that day 22 years ago.
When I was 12 I spent an entire summer in my grandparents' village. The village is small, and we all know each other, but it's quite rural and surrounded by hills and woods. At that time my occupation was collecting herbs and all kind of insects, so I went on a little adventure with my dog. I packed water, snacks, and went into the woods. I had a great time for quite a few hours. I found so many interesting bugs and plants, but suddenly I heard some commotion. It felt strange, but being a dumb and naive kid, I thought nothing of it and kept going, but my dog Caucasian Shepherd started growling and barking. At first I thought that she barked at some animal, but there was nothing there. I called her a couple of times, but she just kept growling and that's when I saw a man standing between two trees. That man wasn't from the village, and he looked so strange, he was skinny, he had something red I assume blood on his shirt, his eyes were opened wide, and he just stared at me. I froze in fear, couldn't move or run, I just stood there unable to do anything, my dog still barking and growling. Everything changed when man smiled, I never felt that uneasiness ever in my life. His teeth were rotten, some of them missing. It was so scary seeing him smiling. It wasn't a ghost or a vampire, but still he looked hella creepy. I called my dog, she whined and suddenly we were running, trying to get the hell away from that woods and that man. When we came home I couldn't stop shaking, and after that I never went out there again. This was a really long time ago, but I always feel uneasy and scared when were I remember this. I'm so glad I found this subreddit because I love remembering this story. It's the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me. Also, I'm not great with words or typing things out, so sorry about that. This was in ninth grade. There was this huge state park right outside of the town I lived in. My friend and I would go down the trails every now and then. We had been walking for maybe 10 minutes when we realized there was an older woman not far behind us. I only really noticed because of how out of place she looked. Like she came straight out of an old folks home and was just dropped in the woods. We were joking around about how creepy she was and sped up to put some distance between us, but every time we did, we'd look back and still be able to spot her. We did that probably three times. We still thought it was funny though. We ended up running down the trail until we got to a small bridge. We hopped off the bridge into a creek and then went around a bend. We could still see the bridge from where we were. We were cracking up about the whole thing when we saw the old lady again. We had run for a good couple of minutes. Like she shouldn't have caught up that fast. And it was like she knew we got off the trail because she was just standing on the bridge looking around. I think that's when we stopped thinking it was funny. As soon as she left, we took off running the other way. That was it though. Nothing happened. I just always thought the whole thing was creepy. <laughs>